Richo, Brownie and Hummer back for round three. I'm a little flat because I'm worried that COVID is rearing its ugly head. It's, head. it's just starting to get yep. a little bit more. Ten more cases there in Brisbane today. The Lions are Ten. stuck. Ten. The Brisbane Broncos are going to be stuck down in here. Byron Bay, there's the a trip on It is just starting to get. We thought at the end of last year we were done with all this rubbish. It just might be back. But Brownie, I'm not flat, hum. Brownie's not flat at all. He's up and about. No, I no. couldn't be happy. And, and, oh, it's okay. I'm sometimes happy with myself, but I'm extra happy sometimes. with myself <laughs> at the moment <laughs> because. I, I told you two weeks ago, we started a new segment and I was going to give you a tip on this program. I gave you the tip of FET, which is uh, the, the, the symbol for fetch. And we don't know what this coin does, though, do we? Uh, it does a lot of things, hum. It goes up. <laughs> it goes up. That's the only thing you need to know what it does. So what, how long? 62 cents I gave it. 62 US cents I gave yep. it to you at. It is now, as of this morning, 81 and a half cents. So by my math, in two weeks, that's 30%. We're that holding, is substantially we're holding because I think it gets to a dollar, and when it gets to a dollar, it breaks right how, through. How much have you got in there? Uh, it's enough. I'm just trying to build a fund for the kids' schooling because uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's expensive. I, have you seen these well, school got, fees? Yeah, I, I don't know why they sent your parents sent you because well, you are not. Because they didn't have to it, pay. It's ex- Mine was what, for free. What, what, what do you mean? Well, because when you get a scholarship, you don't have Apparently to pay. Apparently, at 18 different schools. No, you had a scholarship. But Any scholarship. I'm with you, though, now. If you don't at least put your ashtray hey, coins into into it, you're silly. That, I can't believe because there's a future for back crypto. Last year, he is risk averse too. He yeah, is sorry. like there was no there was no Laguna keys. He doesn't buy Laguna. <laughs> He's not chasing uh, the last of the day at Perth at Ascot. No, you are very astute. No, I just think if you've got any a little bit of spare money, that you should at least have a little dabble in crypto. On on Binance, we should try and get Binance on sponsors. Hey, speaking of, Hummer did buy um, at the last top. I think at the he, very, he, I, bought, I think he bought Neo at one hundred and seventy. I was the only person. To a dollar. If you remember when, when when crypto first like hit the mainstream and everyone's making money on it, I was the only person on the planet that lost money. I bought Bitcoin Cash at <laughs> nah, the very very high. Was sold plenty, it. Plenty of bought people Neo lost at the oh, very top. Plenty of people lost money. So I lost it all. Hey, uh, Richo, yes. the Blues. They're thereabouts to just not close. They're not there, though. Yeah, right. look, they're, they're zero and two. But, you know, they showed some signs against Richmond, I thought. I mean, they were level with Richmond halfway through the last quarter. They, were, they weren't horrible against Collingwood. Uh, they, they were able to draw their way back into the game a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I, they've got to win one this week. They've got to win this week. They were horrible against Collingwood. I've been bullish and, you know, I've been bullish on they the Blues. They were horrible. And I thought the Blues were going to be good this year. I was impressed with them. Against, I was impressed the way they moved the ball against the Tigers in round one. But last week, they were just awful. There's, and There's one concern for them, I reckon. Their best player is... Patrick Cripps. He, mm-hmm. he is a superstar. I just think it's taking him a little while to adapt to the new open game plan because mm. he's a clearance player, he's a contested possession player. And I just think at the moment he's getting a bit lost with the a bit open game. Quick to jump on Paddy Cripps, though. No, like, he'll, he'll adjust. Halfway through the second quarter against the Tigers in round one, he had 17 disposals. Yeah. They sent him forward. He looked a bit tight, I think, in the second game. But, but do you agree Kane he's just Corns struggling on the with Sunday the style show, a was bit. sitting there going, you wouldn't pay him overs, you know, it's ridiculous. No, he's not going to be a great player. Like uh, Paddy Cripps will figure it out. I yeah. think He's a great player. Yes, he's not having as many clearances, but the game will slow down a certain extent. I mean, we are in March and it is quick. The game is lightning quick at the moment and he'll be fine. Did you find that back when you were playing that even back it was – 
footy was much quicker at the start of the year. Yeah, and, and then what happens? You, what like why does it slow down? Well, the it's tactics change. Well, the weather's still nice. I mean, it's going to be thirty-one yeah. this Saturday. The grounds are always pristine now, but the grounds and you don't you know, have compounding games in your legs. You don't have the injuries. Not, oh, so yeah. do you slow down as players as the season goes? Well, I think so, yeah. by the end, well, yeah. you do because you some injuries. weeks you're struggling to get up for a game. Really? Yeah. Mm. I've never had that down in the, the, the local. <laughs> down in the fourths. Hey, before we uh, head on, of course, TaylorMade, our, our fantastic sponsors. Now, we've been trying to get on to TaylorMade for a Two year. Years. Two years. And then we finally get booked in. Now, this is a state-of-the-art studio that's booked out for months. Yep. Our man Aaron slots us in. Yep. At the you know at prime time five o'clock uh, on a uh, Tuesday after they close after they close so to we can accommodate get in. us now what does our man Richo do on Monday afternoon well mate I didn't check with the wife and when you have kids Hummer you know you've got to feed them and bath them and put them to bed and the wife was out I can't just leave my kids at home on their own why can don't I? you bring them to the fitting studio so last mate. week when I was late and I said oh, yeah. actually I had to take my kids to school and you were up in arms. You eh? told me the morning of. I well, gave you, you guys well 24 have. hours notice. Don't and, even but now try and more to that, why do you get here at 8.30 and ring me? I'm here. I'm like, we, we, we're not here till 9, mate. Because the we didn't show even start till 9.40. It's meant to start at 9. But we didn't start till 9.40. And you're you ringing should, me at 8.30. You should be going, here Are you here? I'm downstairs. No, I'm not here, You're yeah. here on time next week. Hey, uh, GWS, speaking of another side, in some trouble. Now, they're in real trouble. Yeah. Talk about the Ferrari and the lemon and all that crap they always talk about. They're, they're no good. I, I couldn't believe the game against Freo. I turned it on in the third quarter and I thought, this was a game I thought the Giants would get up and win. I mean, Freo got injuries. They didn't look great in round one against Melbourne. And you look at the talent through their midfield, it's still there. And I, you just can't work out why they they're not going They were plus 30 in contested footy against the Saints. And yeah. they had a shot with Harry Himmelberg to put them up 17 up eight minutes to go. So I thought, yeah, that was a pretty good effort against the Saints. They lost that game. But um, Toby Green's been okay. But where's Josh Kelly? Where's mm. he? he was a million-dollar player no, right. that they wanted to keep. And all of a sudden, they don't have everything running their way. Josh Kelly's not getting reckon, on the end of it. He's not being able to win his knows, own footy. Do you reckon he knows that he's not going to be there? He's already made his mind up. But what what sort of what sort of footballer is that that you don't know you know well, you're not going to be there his and all of a sudden you don't put in well, the extra yards? Doing himself, out of, doing himself out of cash as well. But it's not a, it's not a good sign for a, no. a guy as a footballer if yeah. he's playing that sort of football because he knows he's out the door in but round two. It, but it might be affecting him in some way when he gets out there because he sort of knows that he's not going to be. Would you want to play year. for GWS if G, if GWS was around when say when you were moving clubs and you certainly were just going to the highest bidder. Mm. Oh, he would, would you have gone, gone there to for sure. <laughs> would you have gone to GWS out at that you know, it's out at a, not a nice area of Sydney. You don't have a big supporter base. Ah, oh, they all live around Balmain. It's beautiful around there. Yeah, they just uh, travel out there, huh? They'll be but fine. But would have gone there for the coin. Yes. <laughs> if they'd have come in a couple of years early, <laughs> it might have been perfect. <laughs> Uh, but they are struggling. They are. Now, one of the, the – I mean, there's a lot of highlights at the start of the year, but one of them is that you do get to see some young talent. You get to see either the sort of the top draft picks and then there's a few smokes mm. that have come through the draft pick. You get to see some young talent on show. I want to put the question to you, gentlemen. Which young star, say Richmond, or you're both picking a side for Richmond, if you could have one, you get to take one of the young guns that's running around at the moment in your side at Richmond yeah. and for Brownie, whoever you support – who would you take? Well, mate, I, would, I, would, I would always take the taller player, the, the key position player, because they are harder to find, key they position are. players. And if you look at uh, – I know it's only two games in, but you can see why that Logan McDonald from Perth was so highly rated. The Swans got him at pick four. I don't know how he got to pick four. I don't know how North Melbourne didn't take him. 
that's extraordinary. I think he's the one. He's 196 centimetres. Yep. He moves well. And how exciting are the Swans? But he'd be the one for me. Uh, I, I, I tend to agree. I, you'd take Ooh. a big man over a small man. But for me, I mean, Zach Butters at the moment, I, I watched his game on the weekend. He's a third-year player. Still a young oh. gun. He's I still think a young guy. stretching it. I don't. Zach Butters, he hasn't played much footy yet. 39 games. 39 games. Do you, do you qualify as a young gun for well, 39 games? Well, he could games? not win the rising star, put it that way. Is he better than – he's better than Rosie at the moment, isn't he? I think yep. he is. Yeah. And the word coming out of Port Adelaide, and these aren't my words, but I'm going to go with them because I'm happy with them, yeah. that he could be as good as Gary Ablett Jr. in time. That's how, that's how wow. much they rate him internally Can you write that at down? Port Adelaide. Yeah. I'm going, to put, I'm going to credit that to Nathan. 15 years ago, ball. I said Aaron Finch would play test cricket, and he wrote it down and laughed at me, mocked me in a bar, yeah, they're just, yeah, and mocked me every that. year on the date that it came out. I think I said it yeah, January right. 14th. 31st of March, yep. 2021. Aaron Zach, Finch played test cricket. No, Zach Butters. It's going to be better, better than Butters. Gary Ablett. No, I didn't say better. I said in the same mould as Gary Ablett, as good as Gary Ablett. Okay, offer it. That's down. Hum, I'm gonna. I'm gonna note that. Yep. Put that away. It's dead man, butters. Hey, um, speaking at the top of the COVID situation, which is is pretty worrying, and and what's happening. Extraordinary circumstances last Friday night, wasn't it? Because at the Cattery, you had all the you had the Brisbane team that, that came down. They were yeah. given exemption, but an exemption wasn't given to. The, the guys in the meet, in the yeah. box, Luke Hodge and Wayne Carey, or the crowd. Now, I'm yeah. told that when it first unfolded, Luke Hodge um, had to, you know, he had he, to leave immediately. He had to leave immediately, but he tried, you know, he called the director of sport at Channel 7 yeah. and whatnot just to I try I think he was out, out on the ground at the time. Right. He, yeah. So he made it, you know, made sure, do I have to leave? Whereas I'm told Wayne Carey just didn't make a single phone call, heard it. As soon as he heard the news, just walked out. I was just happy just to be out of there. Well, Hodge went first and then Duck. Realised that he'd been in Brisbane a few weeks before and just said, "All right, I'm done." Duck, just was, doing the, Duck was doing the numbers and actually hoped that he had yeah. been inside that because we're down in Geelong. Uh, he just wanted to get home. He, just wanted, he wanted to get, to get home, home and get out. And um, he certainly, he, he he was a bit off Sunday. I must admit, was he? Yeah. I think he enjoyed Gil, the weekend off. Duck. <laughs> Gill has come out today and said that to expect future. Um, fixture changes. Yeah. Have, is but, there any any word on your at the at the media side of things of what's happening? Ah, uh, well, that's this is the reason now, and people have been critical of both Fox and Channel Seven for not travelling to the interstate games. I am one of them. Okay, but can you see why now? Can you see why they would they would? Well, they, it's can't. very convenient. But uh, if if anyone from Fox set comes and tells me, uh, oh. But the reason Palmer. we haven't been doing it already was because of this. Oh, no, they laugh. They're you, well, in two weeks. Friday night footy, yeah. uh, Richmond played Port Adelaide. Yeah. Triple M, Friday night team. We're going to Adelaide. You're going over. Yeah. Good. And that's the way it should be. That's the way it should if be. If I was running well, the AFL, you should be doing it. And blokes like Hutchie and stuff need to get a grip. Well, you mightn't be. Oh. You might ooh, ooh, be. Ooh. I, and I love Hutch. No, you don't. I do love Hutch. No. I ran into him last week. We had a great chat. You wanted a job there and he didn't give you one. <sighs> this is why they, they're not travelling, because you can't get caught up no, in these situations. they're not travelling because of the cash, and, and it's concerning. And I had a tweet go viral on the uh, last week uh, alluding you to that. You had a tweet go viral, did you? <laughs> how, how, how... 20 likes here. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of these mates. Yeah. No, I had about 65 likes um, alluding that there is no excuse. Now, I understand that... This, you know, COVID, now, COVID, COVID, is very COVID but that's not why Fox weren't doing it or Triple oh. Seven because it's it's embarrassing, and I hope 
you know, we get back to a world where... If you're um, going to a COVID-free state, you yeah. should be able to go. So if the game's at the SCG, the game's in Adelaide, uh, you should possibly... But that possibly can change in the space of a few hours, mate. You're up there and then there's a heap of cases announced. You've got to get straight back out. Mm. This Scott's thing was bubbling for at least four or five days in Brisbane, wasn't hey, it? Speaking of the game, the Friday night game, Chris Scott, um, I mean... I obviously can say this. You, you blokes probably can't, but I mean, as a as a footy punter that doesn't, uh, you know, doesn't like Geelong, I'll say this: Chris Scott is a wanker. I'm what? saying it. Yep. We. I can't be any. No, part of, of course that. you I like can. Chris I'm Scott. not. So, so, I like I'm Chris not Scott. suggesting you. You have to be. I'm saying, as a footy fan, the what, way so he don't conducts like a bit himself, of personality. the way he can. Well, it's not. It's not personality. Theater. It's I love it when theater. they clock cross to him in the box and he's all over the shop and he's banging the table and he's barracking. I love his hair at the moment. I, I think he's well, looking good at the moment. Well, do you know who doesn't love moment. his hair? And this is this is came from Robbo. Allegedly, the reason that he got so angry and he had this this look on his eyes is because the the Brisbane players were getting into him about his hair. People always now, try to see him. Is that not the most narcissistic thing? In he should be happy with his hair. His I hair's looking great. I think to see a little bit of uh, theatre out on the ground, everyone loved it and everyone is still talking about it, you know, a week later. Yeah. The only thing he had to be careful of is that there are competitions at a lower level where, yeah. you know, he's mimicked and if a yeah. coach, you can't stop a brawl in suburban footy once it starts. There's, in AFL, yeah. you definitely can because you, there's a push and shove. And the, yeah. Let's be honest, there's no real punches thrown, is it's, there? And then you get separated by the umpires. They might be a fine for a melee. Suburban footy, oh, genuine yeah. punches thrown, crowd gets involved. That's the only issue. I love the theatre of it and I'm a Chris Scott fan, so I, I, I take offence to the fact that you called him a wanker. I'll tell you oh. what, there's been some funny incidents over the years. Yeah, were you ever there? involved in any? No, no. I remember one day at the G, um, Danny Frawley was being abused by a supporter in front of the old uh, members' coaches' boxes. And remember they had the glass door yeah, you could open the, and reach Yeah, the famous footage, yes. And Spud, <laughs> halfway through a quarter, leant out of the box and had a crack at the guy in the crowd and then got back in. But I, there was another famous one out at Waverley. Remember Tony Jewell that coached yep. Richmond? And Percy Jones, that coached Carlton. Now, over the off-season, Carlton had poached Richmond's psychologist, <laughs> Rudy Webster, who was, always, who was also a psychologist of the West Indies cricket team at one point. And TJ was filthy. And as they were walking out on the ground at quarter time, Percy made a little comment about Rudy coming over to Carlton. They actually threw punches. On the, on the ground? Punches, awful punches, too. Awful punches on the ground at Waverley. Mel Brown snapping the microphone, that's amazing. That's right. And that, that led to a fight that uh, yeah. that he had and then a good story the next week yeah. when he was banned. Well, he got banned. So after the, the fight that he had and the, the snapping the microphone, the waffle banned him from going out onto the ground to talk to his players at quarter time and three-quarter time. So Brownie being Brownie and wanting to stick it up the waffle, he went and hired a cherry picker. Right? <laughs> and the cherry picker, they brought it right up to the fence. He got in the cherry picker and they put it out onto the ground and he spoke to his players. We are in Ireland once, right? And this Ooh. is a, a different coaching thing. Oh. So we're, we're going home. It would have been about 3 a.m. in the morning. Um, and I was with Mark Rusciuto and Simon Goodwin who were playing. And we got in one of those in Dublin. Yeah. There's a lot of horse-drawn carriages. Yeah. So we were in a carriage getting home, and all of a sudden we see Dermot Brereton walking up the street. He's got this massive big shirling, shirling jacket on that's gone all the way down. He's got these big black – he's our coach, mind you, yeah. by the way. Yeah. 
Uh, he's got a can of Kilkenny in one hand and he's also got a Durry in the other one. <laughs> and he ran next to the whole thing all the way home. It would have been three Ks and he ran with the Durry and the beer can next to us in the horse-drawn carriage. Dermy did. Yeah. I, uh, I punched us and Kevin's dad once. Oh, that's, oh. <laughs> You've gone rogue today. What's wrong with you? You punched someone. At three-quarter time, we had a, a fracas. It was in the it was in the thirds. You were a player. Playing. I was playing year 11. I was playing. You are 11? No, I was, was in year 11. Year 11. And uh, I said Kevin's dad uh, didn't take too kindly to some treatment I was dishing out in the, in the second quarter. You know quarter. you need to go and see? You need to go and see Rudy Webster, psychologist. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, Dangerfield. Another man that I, I, I don't take too – I'm not a big fan She's of. She's your pot in a few today. I am. I'm a bit fired up I today. like Dangerfield too. How can you not like Danger? <sighs> we discussed it last the week. The theatre that he goes on with is great too. But what about how – again, I said it last week, when he's lying on the ground with, without an should, injury. You should be part, you know, Do you want robots out there? I don't want robots out there. I just don't want narcissistic, arrogant Geelong pigs. Uh, how was he allowed to play in a VFL game? It's always been a rule. People are up in arms about well, this. You can't get always, suspended then play a VFL game. But it's game. always been a rule. No, it's not. But, Nate, can you just point out to him it wasn't a VFL game. The VFL season haven't, hasn't even started. It's it was basically match. a training intra-club game. It's a scratch match, you idiot. Oh. <laughs> Is it, oh. You should do your facts if you're going to pot someone. So you're okay with it now, are you? Oh, I didn't know it was a scratch yet. Has VFL not started? <laughs> the VFL hasn't oh, even well, started. Then, okay, I admit that that's probably a bit of a <laughs> storm in a teacup. <laughs> Uh, all right, we'll skip through to the next one. Uh, all right, who's going to win? We've got to mark it up this week. I love it. Who will win a game first? North Melbourne, $2.30. Essendon, $1.60. Two sides that could. Well, no, you can't have two sides. I think the Bombers. Undefeated. The Bombers, they almost well, They're seven goals up against Hawthorne, the Bombers. Um, Gee, they've yeah, got some injuries, though. They come up against the best side in the competition, I think, at the moment in yeah. Port Adelaide. And they were, mm. they were beaten soundly. Port jumped away. So I thought they were okay in the second half. The Bombers, they, they competed. Yeah. But I think the Bombers have still got a bit more top-end talent than North Melbourne. North yeah. are really in a complete rebuild, I yep. would say. So I think I'd be taking the Bombers there. $1.60 the Bombers, North $2.30. Now, Tex kicked another bag got 11 on the Tex. weekend. How good is it to see a few goals it's being uh, It's magnificent. As we said last week, key forwards have just been were made redundant. Four from run-down tackles. Yeah. So you'd only have seven <laughs> if you didn't tackle. <laughs> I've, I don't think I've had four tackles in a game ever. I don't think I've well, had no. a tackle well, look, where you had, someone you was had, the ball. You had seasons that didn't go oh, without no. four tackles. You got but lucky with a few. Are we going to see, at the moment, Tex is on track for 100 goals? As we talk right now, he's on track for 100 goals. Yeah, are no, we, we, won't, see we won't see 100. I'm wrapped no. that, See, Jack Rewalt's kicked eight goals. In his whole career, he's never had eight goals at round two in his whole career, and he's won three Coleman's. Oh, I wouldn't say 100, hum. I reckon 80's possible, Nate, yeah. this year. What do you think? I still think Lance Franklin will win the Coleman. Do you? Yeah. I think if he plays enough games, he just, yeah. he's, he's a natural goal kicker. But I don't think three last week from limited yeah. um, possessions. He mightn't even play this week, though, because they've got a short turnaround, the Swannies, next week. I hope he does. That'd hope be he disappointing does. if he plays. Yeah. I think it's worse if he plays one game, rests, and then comes yeah, back. Yeah, I agree. Just keep the big boy out there. Hey, trialling a new concept this week. Now, full disclosure, because this is quite clever. So it didn't come from the three of us. It came from our producer, Ollie. So yeah. if it doesn't work, don't blame Can me. I just, this is a, I like this concept. I'm very enthusiastic for it. But one thing Ollie's got to realise is do us the talent. Do we have 
the ability to execute the this. artwork to pull it off. Yeah. Now, to put into context, uh, this is a podcast, so you can't see Ollie, but he is from Manchester. <laughs> and very they are Manchester. mad as cut snakes in Manchester. He's got this big beard. He's bald on top. He looks tough, but I don't think he is. <laughs> he looks. Um, do you remember Sons of Anarchy? Yeah, yes. it looks like the main Jacks from Sons of Anarchy, like a softer a, version, yeah, the English version, <laughs> like a grimy Manchester version. <laughs> hey, man, it's called AFL Club Song Honesty Power Ranking. So basically, the concept is like this: AFL clubs, obviously, they've got theme songs, right? And they're all talking about how you know they've all got different phrases, essentially yeah. describing that you know well, how tough they are, yeah. how good they are. You're pumping yourself up. What we want to do is have a power rankings that aligns the actual lyrics yeah. to how the performance of the club was in that week. So yeah. we're going to kick things off with the Bombers. Now, the Bombers are at the bottom. Now, if you are watching, of course, you can see the ladder. If you are just listening, we've got, we're going to talk about the Bombers at the moment, who we've got at rank number 18 on the power rankings. Yeah. Because, Brownie, what are the words of the Bombers song? See the Bombers fly up, up to win the premiership flag. And well, a long we know, way off that the bombers aren't they? So they are at number eighteen. Well, at the top we've got Port Adelaide, and we've got Richmond. Now, what, what's the line from the Richmond theme song? Well, risking head and shin. Now, do you? Was there much risking of head and shin? No, it was an uncontested game. It was, it was just, an it uncontested. Was, it was game like at halftime they shook hands and said, "All right, yeah. Rich, let's just take a thirty-five point win. Hawks, you're happy. Richmond, yeah. you're happy. Done. Let's." There was do a it. lot so, of uncontested. Went, so that's what we're going to do. I would have. And I know they've won a game, but um, Collingwood a lot lower than what they are. Yeah. Oh, when you well, talk we'll about we can side by side, we stick together. I don't think anything of their preseason Trelaw going out the door. Yeah. I think they've been divided. The together. other, the other one who we had at seventeenth there is the Giants. That there's not a big, big sound coming out. Of the rest <laughs> <of> the <moment. laughs> That's how it works. Each week, it's not even. We're going to analyse the lyrics. It was good though. We're going to analyse the well. results. And we will have some power rankings, but we'll have a look at some other lyrics each week. Yeah. We've got the Nuffy Jar next. Didn't have to search far for the Nuffy Jar this week. Because we've got a very own Nuffy sitting with us every week. <laughs> we've got him, man. Like, just wait. Twitter's answer to Rowan Connolly you are at the moment. Like, you are just. What have I done this time? Well, have a look. Now, you got a tweet. I saw this pop up. You got a tweet from Darren Lehman. Well done at AFL on the rule changes. Have loved the first couple of rounds at Fox Footy Live at Matt Richo. Hope you rate them also. Normal quarters and more goals. Absolutely Now, why? <laughs> firstly, why have you just been randomly tagged? He's you know he's tagged I, the footy club. He's tagged Fox okay. Footy. He's tagged the AFL. Why have you just got this random tag? So I was I was sitting down having some lunch yesterday and. Mm. I saw the tweet come through from Buff, and I must admit, I love Buff. And Everybody he's, loves Buff. Yeah. He's mates with his mate of ours, Stuart Wigney, who he played footy with. So I know Buff, I guess, a little bit. And I must admit, when I saw it, I did go, why have I been picked out? <laughs> but I so agree. it was just a courtesy respond, was it? Well, well no. Because all, agree with all Richo's done is, is gone with absolutely Buff and then the thumbs up no, emoji. No, well, yeah. Buff's asking. Was, you couldn't was, have, you, you could couldn't not have given, given him any less. I thought it was disrespectful to answer it that way. That was less than disrespectful. I think you should have given him a little bit more, like <laughs> a bit no. more. Like even threw a question back at him. No, like, so, that was less. What than do you not, think? That was Wolf? less Just than not responding absolute, at all. No, it's just like when someone sends you a text message and you like have a laughing emoji because you really can't be. I reckon sometimes. <laughs> That's exactly. No, what it is. I wanted to be categoric that I was agreeing with Buff. 
Oh, I, I agree that we love more goals. We're loving the footy. No, absolutely. I more. think you're fame hungry at the moment. It's extraordinary. Like, if you weren't married, you'd be unbelievable on maths, wouldn't he? He'd, he'd be yeah, just he one would. of oh, no, extraordinary. Can't, yeah, I, I you could have given it a bit more than that. Like that, replying like that is less mm. than not replying. At least more. I don't jump on here with a rundown at the start of the show, and it's not even on the rundown, and pump up my own little crypto. <laughs> tips. Not about me, mate. I don't put that stuff out on Twitter. Okay. I'm just responding to one of the greats. And it was disrespectful. Australian hey, Richo Brownie Hummer Award is next. I like that. Oh, I still, I, I'm still just can't. I'm taken aback by you on Twitter. It's just, it. He uh, anyway. Richo Brownie and Hummer, of course. This year we've changed it. No longer the trumpet award that no one understood. It works like this. Because everyone loves Richo, if you're best on, you get the three votes. People like Brownie. Well, Buff loves He gets me. two. Hummer, you're getting one vote. And then for the worst on, Buff's Hummer not three. you in anything. <laughs> no, nah, well, Buff wouldn't know who I am. But if he did, I'd give him more than just a thumbs up emoji. Absolutely. <laughs> you like Buff, you hate everyone else. <laughs> I like Buff. Yeah, everyone yeah, likes He has no association with the Geelong Footy Club. But have a look All at right. the scoreboard. For the best at the moment, we've got, I think we've got... Uh, Tex Walker on three. He could feature again. Bruce McEvaney on three. John Longmire on three. And making their mark on Profies. three. While for the worst, we've got the Cats on six votes. Collingwood on five. Brisbane on three. Tom Brady, you probably would imagine, won't feature again. Three. And AFL on two. Richo, your Richos, right. please. Okay. So uh, I gave one vote. And I should have given... I, I, I'm going to apologise to Darcy Moore because he's been outstanding. But I've given one to Tex Walker. Oh, he's kicked another six goals in a he's losing team. Blade four tackles inside fifty, and I just like the way he's playing. I love his enthusiasm, and he's answered a lot of critics who wrote him off last year. What on text one vote? Thirty-six years of age, uh, David Mundy. Mm, I looked at him. He had thirty-five touches on uh, Sunday night against the Giants. He's a machine, Dave Mundy. He just lopes along, but he just gets the footy. Um, he's a superstar. And Marcus Bontempelli, his game against the Eagles on Sunday, 30 touches, three goals, but it was just the timing of everything he did was mm. outstanding. The Bont got my three. I gave one vote to a man I've been critical of in the past and who I don't think has delivered yet, but Eric Hipwood down at the Cattery the other night. I thought his work rate, he was jumping into packs, he kicked big goals, missed a couple of easy ones, but that was the best game I've seen Eric Hipwood play. Two votes to my man, Zach Butters, 36 disposals. The next Gary Ablett Jr., not far away, that Brownlow medal now, and I agree with you. Three votes, Marcus Bontempelli. To kick that goal, to put them back in front late, um, and that is just stuff. I mean, he's not the best Said shot a goal too. No. So to nail that was brilliant. Uh, it was, I was dealing with a photographer during the week who was do, who had previously worked with Bont the day before and said the nicest person he'd ever worked with. He's the most in thirty year career. Yeah, he's the most impressive guy you could meet, Mark Spontelli. Um All right, your hummers. Now I'm pretty sure there's one person that's getting six. Uh, I gave one vote. To Gary Rowan, because I don't think we want to see any of that in football. Um, behind the play, you know, 100 metres off the ball. Mm. Self-explanatory. Uh, two to – now, I've had many a nights like this. Sometimes you go out there and play a game of footy and everything you do just turns to <laughs> poo, all right? And unfortunately, Lockie Plowman had one of them nights <laughs> the other night. And I, I'm – I had many of them myself. You, you actually, the harder you try, the worse you get. It was one of those nights. And three to the um, Giants. They're in a lot of trouble no, at the moment. So the umpire who gave the worst decision 
or gave the worst non-decision in the history of the AFL. I don't AFL like to pick on umpires, mate. Everyone makes mistakes. Oh, mm, okay. I gave one vote to Lockie Plowman, and yes, everybody's had a bad game, Lockie, but... Oh, my God. (laughs) It was a shocker. (laughs) (laughs) And I felt for it. Nothing he did... Don't try and cover it. Nothing he did. Uh, He had eight kicked on him, and that only had seven and a half (laughs) (laughs) I did feel bad for him. Like, you're playing on one of the best forwards in the competition, and he didn't have a lot of help from his his midfield. He was left one out. We've all had one. Yep. Two votes to the umpire, I mean, the umpiring department. Yeah, they come out and said, we got it wrong, but, you know, a bit too late because Brisbane now yeah. have lost a game and if they miss the finals because of that game, they're coming down here to play Collingwood. It's uh, timing. Timing's everything, Richard, as we know. And three votes to Gary Rowan. I thought what he did mm. was much worse than what Patrick Dangerfield did the week before. Um, he only got two weeks, two so weeks. I think Patrick Dangerfield got three. I'd flip them around the other way. I'd probably even give Gary Rowan four if I was in charge of that. That is it could a have been nasty. haymaker. It's had all the hallmarks of accidental, but, I mean, Andrew Gaff, we saw what happened to Brayshaw, mm. and that wasn't even as bad as Gary Rowan's. That was like a shrug-off elbow whereas and th- uh, swing arm. Where Gary Rowan actually swung the arm oh. and he was from behind. It was just, it was a bad look and something we never want in our game and it should have been adjudicated harder. Something that you two, you, you both are both very prominent in the media and something that we, we, we often get asked uh, on, our, on our socials and, and whatnot is what happens behind the curtains? Because, you know, it's, you know, it, you're in a profession that very few people are involved in. Very few people will know what, how it unfolds. I want to know, when you get to the studio, you, I mean, you've got TV and, and you've got TV. Of course, no longer you've got the great the kick, the Saturday night game uh, show, which got, which got unfortunately he, lost to COVID. Could he actually pot any more people today, <laughs> do you think? He's having cracks at little half-hour pre-game shows now. That was funny. <laughs> do you realise that? You know, that could have cost my daughters a feet, losing that. The, the kick. kick. Well, I'm, okay. Hey, I'm upset. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I was, you oh, know, when right. I found that we lost the kick to COVID, like, that, was the, that was the final straw. I was happy to lose. You know, I was happy to be left in my house for 23 hours a day, but don't take the Tell kick. You what, hum, you, you're making a lot of enemies today. <laughs> Chris Scott, danger. You're having a crack at your co-host now. <laughs> But I want to know what what what's it like behind? Can you can you, can you give, obviously don't give away too many secrets? Give, but how I'll are the people you, you work with? I'll give you one. I'll go, we've talked about Duck before, and I love Duck, and he's got a lot of swagger. He's got a lot of confidence, Duck, and so he should. He's the best player of all time. But if you're doing a Friday night game, you normally get seven forty bounce. You normally have to be there at five o'clock for a production meeting. So you walk into the box at the MCG. Beat, I guarantee you, BT's already sitting there. He'll already have his call sheets all stuck out and, and, and he'll be checking his headset. He'll have the binoculars out. He just does he at, have notes? Does B, is BT oh, like, lots does of he notes. notes? does a heap of homework. I called with him last week and there was a lot of notes on his does. pages. Yeah. And then he, he'll have the binoculars out and he's always looking for something something quirky to talk about or something a player's doing in the warm-up, how the umpire's you know, bouncing the ball in the middle. He's just looking for anything. Yeah. You know, and then you'll have, you know, Luke Hodge will come in. He'll have a... a you know, some notes written down and some homework. Then Duck will swagger in, right? The Duck. He won't even have a pen. He doesn't bring anything. <laughs> it's all up here for Duck. It's all up here. So, no, he doesn't he – will, he will not sit down during the week and write a single thing Well, he down. might write some notes at home and he must have a photographic memory because he doesn't bring anything <laughs> to the ground. 
On the two shows I do, so we've got the Sunday morning, Sunday footy show, and we have a meeting at 8.30 every Sunday morning. So we get there and we sit down. We're about 8.30 and Mitch Finlayson or uh, Luca, who's the producer now, uh, we'll go up, we'll get what, going, boys. What happened to Mitchie? Uh, Mitch, he's taking a step back. He's got some other roles that he's doing oh. at the moment. So, um, And then TJ, every week, without fail, we'll go, where's Bill? And they go, oh, he's just running a bit late. And then Bill, <laughs> without doubt, eight, eight forty, probably eight forty-five, eight thirty. Eight thirty. He'll rock like in because he comes from Geelong. Morning. He'll yep. rock in, and the first thing he was, he got this big grin on his face. He'll go, "G'day, Smacks," <laughs> and then, and then he'll go, "And you, TJ," <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> and then he re- I reckon he's had a big night most often, and that, and that's how it starts. And then, basically, TJ just tries to bully most people around the table, including myself, and we. We probably have our best arguments pre-show, like the, the, the arguments we have pre-show don't yeah. go to where. Um, and then Triple M's a bit of a different beast because Triple M, there's no rundown. There's no real uh, vibe of what we're doing. We don't know who we're speaking to. Um, we only speak to coaches or if it's a really good player. Yeah. But it's all about what's happened during the week to one of the People in the box. So it's last all week, about you guys, you don't really talk much. about. Well, basically, it is very. very <laughs> there are so many radio stations, right, that do footy analysis for an hour and a half or an hour and forty yep. before the game. So we figure that you know, talk if you want to listen to that, you can. Yeah. But if you want some entertainment, you come over to Triple M. So last week, I noticed that Mark Robinson had written an article that said, "Frustrated the alleged constant criticism of the club in recent years, North Melbourne privately complained to the AFL about the work of a journalist, didn't even name Damien Barrett." And so then Damien Barrett comes back. If certain powers that beat North Melbourne spend as much time focusing on the litany of problems with their own operations as they do this contents of this column, then their club wouldn't be as broken as what it is and a certain reporter would actually have to find a real story. So that was the, that was the clip back. And so then that, that basically writes the first 45 minutes of our show. So we still don't have a rundown. We don't really have any idea who's going to speak about what. It's just a big pile on Damo because it's <laughs> such an easy topic. And these things, they pop up so regularly when you're doing the media. Um, I mean, there was one time where Das, we found out that Das had um, done a fashion shoot with his whole family with Lululemon. Now, he had his whole family in Lululemon outfits. So it just writes itself, this stuff. So basically you're saying the best shows, the ones you don't prepare, for. Exactly. Easter weekend footy is upon us. It's a great time. I'm heading up to bundle along with the family and the, and the friends and watch some local footy. So I won't be uh, taking in as much real footy as, as you blokes, but we've got some good games in the mix. Kicking things off Thursday night, the Pies and the Brisbane, of course. This was the fixture move from round mm. 22, I think, or 23, whatever it is. Now fast forward till tomorrow. The Pies $1.80, Brisbane $2.05. Just Brisbane look good in the, like after quarter good, time. Yeah. yeah, It's just how much this whole week and not being at home, like it, it, it would upset you. And does it upset your rhythm? Does it upset you? Like, sometimes you can be away from home for too long and you get lethargic. Um, they weren't expecting this. Yeah, they, 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 got, they got used to it in the hub and you get back into some sort of yeah. normality. But you, you can, if you're in a hotel room for too long, get lethargic and there is the chance that they are lethargic. But... I still think they're good enough to beat Collingwood. Yeah, I was at the Gabba. I would have definitely tipped them to bounce back and win their first game of the season. I just think that the Collingwood back half, you know, matches up well. You've got two 200-centimetre key forwards, Danaher and Hipwood. You've got two 200-centimetre key backs, Roughhead and Darcy Moore. Jeremy Howe intercepting. Oh, I, 
I think Collingwood can win. I, I like them last week. They look sharp again. Uh, side bottom back, Taylor Adams is on fire. So I'm going to tip the pies, but a close one. I heard Collingwood people this week saying, um, we're back to 2018. We've got that hit-up game going. Don't get sucked in too much to that because Carlton allowed that right. to happen. Yeah. Carlton allowed you just free-flowing through the middle. They didn't have anybody trying to stop the, the lead-up mark. Yeah. So uh, if they can do it three or four weeks in a row, yeah, yeah, Collingwood's game plan is back. But you need to see it regularly. So you're tipping Brizzy. I'm tipping Brisbane. Here's a question for you both. Would they have had to have paid – like would they have had to pay for their own undies and stuff, the Brisbane Lions? <laughs> Well, because they wouldn't have packed all these undies. Club doesn't give you a clothing allowance when you. Yeah, but all of a sudden they've probably only packed two pairs of bombs, and now they're staying for a couple of weeks. Would Mm. they have had? They wouldn't have packed many clothes at all. I think they can afford to go and get some undies from Target. I'd be a bit filthy if I had to go buy new bombs. But they've also got. um, They've also got club sponsors, so they're sponsored by Puma, I believe. So they 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 do undies. Puma. They would have gone into um, Puma and got some tracky pants and some tops and all that sort of stuff. That would be free, but when you. Getting your underwear, I'm, I reckon they can <laughs> yes, sort have it you heard of themselves. Yeah, they can wash their clothes at the hotel too. Yeah, but you know what it's like when you underpack and you run out yeah. of undies like a few days into a trip and it's like, and then you Never. clean them inside Fraser out. Fraser Brown went on a footy trip once to Rio. The Carlton boys rocked up at the air, airport and he had a Coles plastic bag and the only thing he had in it was a toothbrush <laughs> and his passport. <laughs> Uh, Tigers, Swans, uh, Richmond, very short here, dollar twenty-five. I actually don't mind that. I reckon they're going to absolutely brain them. Sydney, four dollars. Uh, I don't know. I don't think they'll brain them. Sydney, I'm liking the way they're playing. They're, they're kicking goals. They've kicked seventeen goals in both of their first two games. Yeah. Look at the MCG, Richmond. Their defence is rock solid at the moment. I, I just don't think the Swans will be able to get through enough. But it'll be closer than than those than those. I've heard a few people say what you said. Um, I think it'll be closer. The thing that Sydney will struggle with, and they've got a long young, young players who probably mightn't have played too much at the MCG, yeah. is the width at the MCG. Yeah. Being able to defend the MCG of how wide it is. Richmond like, defend it better than anyone. SCG is quite tight, um, and they played the first round quite well against uh, the Brisbane Lions, obviously. At but the Gabba, yeah. Um, the MCG, is so, it's so hard to defend, and if you get it wrong, um, you can get through very easy. They've got pace, though, the Swans. Richmond have got pace. So I think it'll be closer than those margins. Uh, I'll put this to you. Uh, Richmond won the 39. This, I was having this discussion uh, with Wally. We are at the footy on uh, on Sunday. Richmond never put sides to the absolute sword. No, they? no, they, they don't. never. Once they get there, they just then they just go into like a, a sort of a, a different mile and, and just lock down. You know, they they, they're not front runners. Sides. They're not front runners because they're not a side that builds on confidence and then all of a sudden they just absolutely hit top. They just wear They always down. go. At eight out of ten, but would that and they be a, you down, and that's their game plan? Would that be an instruction though? Once they know that they've, they've got the game sewn up, that you don't have to just keep. That's just their game plan. It is just their game plan. I don't think it wouldn't be any. You'd want to win by ten goals if you can. Yeah. Well, there's a good betting tip. Don't ever take Richmond to win by over sixty points. I think one to thirty-nine. If, Sydney's a good bet. If they were ever going to Sydney. beat a side by sixty points, like it was but Hawthorne last week. They know their game that stops. well now. They can control games pretty well. Uh, last one we're going to look at: West Coast, Port Adelaide. The odds an absolute coin toss. Ooh. We've taken even money on both sides as well. West Coast a dollar ninety-four. Port Adelaide a dollar ninety. It's in Perth, Optus Stadium. I. I thought they were pretty good last week, West Coast. Yeah. This was without Elliot Yo and Luke Shuey. When they go in, they're super dangerous with their tall forwards, Oscar Allen, Darling, Kennedy, Liam Ryan. But oh, I just don't think you can tip against Port Adelaide at the moment. To me, they do look like the premiership favourites at this stage. Yeah, Port Adelaide for me. Hamatheticals next. Oh. 
All right, a couple of two music-themed ones like and a Reddit one, okay, because, you know, we like to put the Reddit ones in that are just a bit more wholesale, a bit yeah. more, uh, you know, they're a bit wider. Now, this I'll go with the Reddit one first. <clears throat> Would you rather be the smartest person in the world or the dumbest? Whichever one you pick, your intelligence doesn't change. Everyone else's will. So which would you pick? No, I want to be the smartest. But that means if you're the smartest in the world, everyone else in the world is dumber than you. So that means... So right now, like, could you solve cancer right now? Uh, Well, yeah, we'd have issues. We'd have no technology for a start. We'd have no... We wouldn't have much of anything. Nah, you're right. Do you want to be the dumbest person in the world? Oh, well, I don't want the world to go backwards because of me. Yeah, that's very noble. You're going to pick smartest. The world's going to be a pretty... We're not going to go very far with me in charge. <laughs> I like your honesty. I like your honesty. It would be nice to be the smartest yeah, for a day. Yeah, you're right. Richo's right. Wouldn't go in there. It would be nice. Okay. Like in Goodwill Hunting, how smart he is. Yeah, I know. That, that's, good. that's good smart. And use it for good, like punting. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Make some good scratch out of it. Find some uh, okay. Would you rather see any movie for the rest of your life? So you can pick any movie in the world, but the only song you can ever listen to is Skater Boy by Avril Lavigne. Or you can listen to any music you want. So you can listen to Pearl Jam, your Radiohead, whatever you want. But the only movie you can ever watch is Sister Act 2, Back in Habit. Oh, no. Uh, we'd still have, still have TV to watch, though. Yeah, it would. But- yeah, I need to listen to music. Yeah, music. I, like, I love getting out and just putting the headphones on and getting away. So the only things. movie you can ever watch for the rest of your life is Sister Act 2, that Back in the Habit. That doesn't worry me because there's a lot of good TV series now and shows, you know, the streaming. This is the last one. This this is one I've made up. Okay, I'm going to give you $10 million. Every- I've given you money, Hum. I do. You? Well, it's, <laughs> where's this money coming yeah, from? Where is it? I'm giving you $10 million every year. January 1st every year, your bank account goes, whoom, whooshka, $10 million like goes in. Sounds good. That's a lot of, that's a lot of Bitcoin. It's yep. a lot of uh, FET. Um, but if you ever, ever hear the chorus of Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi, you'll die. All right. How much of the chorus? Uh Say like the first three words of the chorus. So you've so got time to. You've got so if you if you're in like so a shopping centre, basically. So obviously in your house you wouldn't have any devices that have yeah. got it on there. So you can control the controllables. You're home. You don't watch TV or have the radio on in case it pops on. What happens now though? You go to these sporting events and the AFL's doing it. Crowd entertainment. What is it? Fan engagement. Fan engagement. Where a goal gets kicked and the chorus comes straight on to a song. You couldn't go to the footy or basketball. I'm taking the ten mil. What if you're in a triple M? I'm going to invent a device that doesn't allow me to hear it. What about though? Yeah, that's, you could have like a deaf, like something deafs you, deaf, deafens you, deafens you, deafens you. Uh, so you wouldn't go to the, you wouldn't be able to go to the footy then. Yeah, you would. The chorus comes on straight after. Yeah, the goal, that's right. Like, like, on, mate. Because if you hear what? that start, earphones. If you hear Noise the start canceling. of it, you can run away. Yeah, but they're not. If Noise you hear canceling. one, how are you going to do your job on Triple M? You're hey? resigning from all your jobs. Well, you would have ten million bucks a year. Yeah, you you would. not. <laughs> wouldn't have You're right. Smart. Uh, I'm going to take the ten million. Smartest person. In the I world. reckon right. you'd get caught out. You know what would happen? You go to the pubs with your mates, and you'd, you'd have too many beers, and you just wouldn't realise it's come on. Mm. That's your problem. Imagine mm. that. I think you get those shitty light bands. You know, you're having a good but if fun. You, if you're pissed, you can't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good luck. Enjoy your Easter. Hope the Easter bunny comes. Can't if you're having a punt this weekend, please do so responsibly. Worst answer I've ever seen, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs>